0: Welcome to the morning show. Anthony Davis to the Lakers. What's next for them? Yankees split with the Chicago White Sox. They're getting reinforcements on the way. What is next for them in the trade market? And how I became a diehard Fred Van Fleet fan. All coming up on the morning show. So let us begin. News broke Saturday. Anthony Davis' trade to LA finally becomes official. We all knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of when. They get it done. They give up Brandon Ingram, Alonzo Ball, and a couple of first-round picks. And then Josh Hart as well. Pretty good haul for the Pelicans. Uh, But, you know, if there's anyone sitting here saying the Lakers shouldn't have made that deal, they're stupid. It's a great deal for LA. You have one of the best players to ever touch a basketball with three years remaining on his contract you gotta take full advantage of it get him Anthony Davis you have like a Kobe Shaq dynamic now you gotta go get one more cause that's the landscape in the NBA today you need you need a big three or sometimes if you're the Golden State Warriors you need a big five three will do though LeBron Anthony Davis and another big time player at three is enough to win you a title so so you know, it'll be the best supporting cast LeBron has ever had, which is scary. It's a scary thing for opposing teams in the Western Conference, especially with Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant going to miss significant time in 2019. Now, but the question is, who's next? Who do they bring on for that big third player? Kemba Walker's name has been thrown around a lot. I like that. I think, that, I think that's an awesome big three. Uh There's been rumors of Kyrie Irving resurfacing and apparently LeBron really wants him back. Hopefully he'll reconsider the Brooklyn Nets, Um, you know, the Brooklyn Nets proposition. So Kyrie or Kemba, I mean, that's awesome. And then the the last one, which would be a dream scenario for LA, is Kawhi Leonard. Rumor has it, reports are coming out that LA is pursuing Kawhi. Heavy. They're in heavy pursuit of Kawhi. Uh, they're looking to to free up, I think around seven seven to eight million in cap to get Kawhi, which they absolutely should do because that big three wins the title next year. Book it. You can you can put a large wager on a LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard title. You know that's the best big three of all time. There is no better big three than that. So I'm not sure how they'll make that work, but you know LA is going to get another another piece. Uh, Anthony, da- Anthony Davis is going to re-sign with the Lakers as well. So all is right in LA. Things are turning around quickly on a dime. It's a great trade. They had to make it. Um, you know, one of the best one-two combos ever in LeBron and Anthony Davis. And you can't argue that. They haven't even played together and you can't argue it. So, that's what happened over the weekend. That was Saturday. That created a lot of buzz. But we talked about that on the show last Wednesday. Because I I foresaw this coming soon. No, It wasn't really being talked about a lot. Uh, Only from the diehard NBA fans. Who really, you know, wanted to think about what's next. And we already talked about what's next last Wednesday. So, I'm not going to spend all the time in the world on it. But, you know, you guys already know how I feel about it. So that broke Saturday Yankees Yanks got the sweep I mean I'm sorry Yanks got the, the split with Chicago which was huge for them you know because you, you really felt the sky falling when they lost that, those first two games against Chicago you know people started talking about a Chicago sweep and thankfully that didn't happen we split there you know all is right in Yankee land and a big trade comes down big trade Yankees didn't give up much at all some mid-level prospect for Edwin Encarnacion they ate some of his salary it wasn't too much but they did eat some of his salary and that eventually led to the Yankees winning the Edwin Encarnacion sweepstakes other teams involved didn't want to eat a lot of his salary Yankees did boom you get Edwin Encarnacion he leads the American League in home runs with 21 you put him in the middle of the order with Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton and you have one you have the best lineup in baseball it's not you know there's no question about it um you know Stanton's coming back on Tuesday Edwin Encarnacion is going to be available tonight Aaron Judge should be coming back at the end of this week so you know you're bringing on a lot of heat in a matter of three or four days this is huge this is the perfect time for the yankees now you don't need to talk about the offense anymore the offense the offense side of the ball is over now we need to talk about clint frazier who was sent down he was optioned to triple a last night he's pissed he unfollowed a bunch of people on social media yankees people from what i understand um i feel bad for the kid Because he, you know, that's a guy that can hit 290, 30 home runs and drive in 90. So if you're not going to play him because we don't have the room for him, that's fine. You know, here's, here's here's where I'm okay with it. If you package him and get Max Scherzer, you know, the guy that's won three Cy Young Awards in the last five or six years, that guy. The guy that's still the best pitcher in the National League. Yeah, that guy. You put Clint Frazier in a package with Estevan Florial, and a couple of our um, young, hard-throwing arms, <clears throat> which we have a lot of those guys in Single A and Double A, and you get Max Scherzer. Now, we, as Yankee fans, we need the Washington Nationals to lose a decent amount of games from now until July thirty-first to put the pressure on the Nationals' front office to rebuild their farm system. Going into the season, the Washington Nationals had the 28th-ranked farm system in baseball, according to Bleacher Report. It was a Bleacher Report article. You're tell- if the Washington Nationals are 10 to 12 games out of first place, eight, eight games out of the wild card, horrible farm system. You're telling me that they're not going to trade away a 34-year-old pitcher that has 3 years remaining on his contract of huge money. Huge money, like 30 million a year to improve one of the worst farm systems in baseball? They they might have to. They might they might get forced into doing that. <clears throat> so, From now till July 31st, Yankees fans need to be rooting against the Washington Nationals so that they tear that thing down. And if the Yankees land Max Scherzer, it's over. The Yanks are your World Series champions for the next three years. I'm telling you, it's that big of a deal. Mark my words Yankees get Max Scherzer, they go on a three peat starting in 2019. That's how big this guy is. He's bit, he's larger than life. For some reason, he's one of the most underrated pitchers in the game. I have no idea why people aren't dying for this guy. This is a dream scenario. Washington continues to lose. Yankees go get Max Scherzer. There's our ace for the next three years. We haven't had a Cy Young Award winner since 2001. Hello, Brian Cashman. Stop getting Sonny Gray. Stop getting J-Hop. Stop trading for diamond in the rough pitchers. Go get the short ace. I don't want Marcus Stroman. The guy almost has a four career ERA. He's the most one of the most inconsistent pitchers I've ever seen. I don't want Marcus Stroman. I want the real deal. I don't want Mike Clevenger. I don't want some young controllable arm who might turn out to be an ace. I want an ace. I want an ace right now. So go get this sure thing. Stop jerking around trying to get a young controllable arm. We already have all young controllable arms. And they're not working out. So why am I a diehard Fred Van Fleet fan? First of all, anybody who takes out the Golden State Warriors, I I owe you forever. I owe you for the rest of my life. Anyone that beats the Golden State Warriors. Same with Matt Delvadova. I still owe that man lunch. I'll get him a J J-Mike sub. I owe Matt Delvadova lunch. But... Fred Van Fleet is a special guy. He's built from a different cloth. First of all, if you if you even if you like basketball even a little bit, you know who Fred Van Fleet is from his days at Wichita State. He's a cold, hard killer at Wichita State. Killers kill. Fred Van Fleet's been ending team's hopes and dreams since 2014. So Van Fleet's been cool for a while now. He had, His story... Fred Van Fleet's story is really good. Uh, Undrafted, signed, developed in the D-League, won a D-League championship, and then got called up to the NBA. That's the American dream. Fred Van Fleet is the American dream. He dominated Steph Curry in the fourth quarter of Game 6 in the NBA Finals. Dominated him. You know how many big three-pointers Van Fleet hit over Steph Curry? I can't even tell you. I couldn't even give you a number. It was a million. This guy was ice water for his whole entire life. And he's a pretty funny dude. He's a pretty funny dude. They asked him if Kawhi goes to a different team, you know, what what happens? He said, well, I'm going to have to kick his ass then on a different team. No problem. Van Fleet's cool. He's okay in my book. Um, so one of my buddies got a shirt jersey, a Fred Van Fleet shirt jersey. I will be following him. I'm going to see what color he got. I'm going to get a different color. I think that's fair. And we're both going to be rocking Fred Van Fleet shirt jerseys. So that's it. That's what happened over the weekend. little rundown. That's what this show is all about. You need You get everything you need to know in the major sports. Also, Tyson Fury won this past weekend, and he's growing on me very quickly. Um, He started singing Aerosmith to some lady after he won, and it was actually pretty good. He's got a pretty good voice. Um, Follow my Twitter, at Sports Radio Joe. I retweeted the Tyson Fury post-game, post-ring Aerosmith rendition, uh, and it's great. I watched it like 25 times. So go check that out, and that's going to do it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thank you.